Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Wednesday, the 15th day in November of 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through, hopefully, the half point of your work week. We're going to start in California, where a company known as PostMeds, who also uses the name TruePill, which operates, as you may have guessed, in the medical pharmaceutical management and fulfillment market, reported a data breach. They are being sued by a number of entities for information related to the breach, which they reported on the 30th of October because compromised files during that breach included patient names, demographic information, prescribing physician name, and other details. Social security numbers were not disclosed, which is good news because that's a key piece of information that criminals need to commit fraud. But if you are a customer of PostMeds or TruePill, you need to be aware that criminals had access to your information. And if you were a physician who worked through either of those entities, your name and which medications you could have prescribed are also disclosed. So be advised that you should be hearing from either TruePill or PostMed soon as government entities look to probe them in terms of finding out the extent of this data breach. We're going to move to another data breach, this one all the way in Finland, where the leading player in frozen food storage, KWH Freeze, has apparently been the victim of what appears to be a LockBit ransomware operation. Now, researchers have noted that their public-facing websites are all operational. So, usually in a LockBit ransomware attack, some of the methods by which customers can reach these businesses are disabled because they've been encrypted by the ransomware. That doesn't appear to be the case here, and yet LockBit is saying that they've stolen a significant amount of data and are giving the organization until the 27th of November to engage them to uh, fulfill some negotiation so that LockBit will not leak the data. Now, it's unclear exactly what data has been leaked, but in the past, LockBit has leaked data of their victims when they don't pay or negotiate, which could include customer information, details about their network, customer details like driver's licenses, email addresses, in some cases passwords, also details on third parties and vendors. So it can be very damning to have all that information out there. Could impact KWH Freeze from a regulatory standpoint. They could be looking at fines. They could be looking at remediation costs. And so if LockBit did in fact steal the data, it's a big deal. And if There are issues with the operations of the frozen food storage that could also be very impactful because frozen food is only good so long as it stays frozen. And the inability to do so is the model of KWH Freeze's business. So hopefully all of their food stays frozen. There's no operational impact. And if there is a data breach, you will, if you're a customer or a vendor, hear from KWH Freeze soon. We're going to move on from Finland all the way back to the United States, where intelligence agencies such as the Federal Bureau of Investigation are asking for help looking for an American hacker known as NOPOA. Now, NOPOA has this lookout notice from federal agencies because the individual allegedly 
is connected to the 2016 Bitfinex hacking incident. Now, in that incident, over 4.5 billion US dollars, or at the time, 119,756 Bitcoin was stolen. And this was conducted by Lizard Squad, and uh, the, the group was responsible for a lot of cybercrime. And one of the individuals actually pled guilty to a number of charges, and uh, that is why Napoa is being boloed or on the lookout for uh, this particular crime. And so that's really interesting here. And so it's going to be interesting to see how the U.S. intelligence agencies move forward if Napoa is ever found. It is worth noting that most of this Bitcoin was recovered, but over a billion dollars of it is still out. And it's unclear if this billion dollars was paid to money laundering or crypto laundering services or if Napoa is living large on a billion dollars worth of profit. There's an interesting case that the FBI is also engaged in, and quietly yesterday on the 14th of November, the Justice Department notified the public that the FBI has taken down the network and infrastructure of the popular botnet proxy service known as IPStorm. Now, one member of the ring that ran or operated or utilized IP Storm, Sergei Makinen, who is a Moldovan and Russian national, has pled guilty and will face about 10 years in prison. Now, Sergei did say that he profited over half a billion dollars and, interestingly enough, will forfeit all of that cryptocurrency likely in exchange for a lighter sentence of, again, maximum penalty of 10 years. So IP Storm facilitated a variety of cybercrime by providing criminals, uh, proxy services, etc. So it's really good that this botnet is down. However, you need to read the FBI readout, printout, report on this issue, because while the FBI was able to take down the infrastructure used to operate IP storm, what they were not able to do is remediate all of the hosts. In other words, if your computer was compromised, then you still have the IP storm issue on your machine, even though it can't be accessed by criminals to conduct malicious activity. So again, you could have some malware on your machine. The FBI is not going to take that away from your machine, even though they did take down the command and control for the server that that malware is a part of. So again, good news here. The FBI is asking citizens for information about one criminal from a crime in 2016, but on the other hand, they're busy taking down botnets that are facilitating crime today. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding day. It's going to be a great one. So stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy, and we'll see you tomorrow. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao.
Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to a high school, an independent high school in South Carolina, Porter Gowd. They're getting a sincere tip of the cap. The students are for claiming their ninth straight state championship for both the boys and girls swimming at the South Carolina Independent School Association State Championship Swim Meet, uh, which was held in late October at the Charleston Aquatic Center. So to you students, swimmers of Porter Goud, a sincere tip of the cap for your outstanding dedication over the last nine straight years in swimming and dedication to your craft and for having the spirit of champions. And please keep on swimming.